ML Nation, episode 497. What I found is that the people that have the longest lasting businesses and that really go out there and create like legacy success are the ones that can connect with people. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fried up for our special guest today. We've been trying to get him on the show for the longest time, but we're finally here. We have Silver Fisher. Hey, Silver, are you ready? What's up, Simon? Hey, with a name (laughs) like that, man, Silver Fisher. Hey, we got to get you on the show. So we're ready to make it happen. Uh, A couple of things about Fisher, for those who don't know about him. He was a DJ promoter and a hairstylist. When he got started in network marketing in his 20s, back in 2005, he has over 14 years of experience and is a six-figure earner. He's been a full-time leader for the last seven years and has earned over around about $2 million in commissions uh, in just those past seven years. So, Silver, I've given ML Nation a brief intro, but how did you go from like a party promoter DJ? How did you get exposed to network marketing? Oh, man. All right. This is actually a pretty fun story, Simon. So basically, I was working as a a stylist and doing DJing and promotion on the weekends. And uh, I loved what I did. I was working 60 hours a week as a stylist. But a friend of mine, actually, my best friend from high school had joined a network marketing company as we graduated when we were 18. And he had brought me out to a network marketing event when I was 18 years old. And I'd never heard anything about the industry. I'd never seen anything like it. And he brought me to a meeting with a company that was in full out momentum. And it was a room full of a thousand people that were raw, raw, going nuts. And I walked in there at 18 years old and I said, bro, you're in a cult. And I walked out (laughs) and he had continued to prospect me for five years. And uh, at the age of 23, he said, Silver, you know, I've been with this company for five years. I know you looked at it a while ago. He's like, look, they're having a convention in Las Vegas. He's like, I'll pay for everything, drinks, room, food, come with me to Las Vegas. We'll just stop by the convention for a little bit. And, uh, and then we'll just party the rest of the time. Now, 23 years old, purple hair down to my nose. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to party. Right. And Little did I know we'd be in that convention for 12 hours a day, two days straight, right? You know how it is at at network marketing conventions. Well, this company specifically was suited and booted too. So I was having to wear like suits, which I was not used to. Um, But in that convention, I saw things that switched my mindset. You know, I saw people crossing the stage, earning six and seven figures that, let's just put it like, quite honestly, some of them, I was like, how the hell are they making that much money? (laughs) You know what I mean? And then I met people that just had an energy about them. You know, they had this vibrating energy and, and you could just tell that they were living a life of contribution and growth. And at that time it was more subconscious for me, but I was like, I want that. I, I, I don't know what that is, but I want that. And it wasn't even about the money necessarily. I was like, good, if I can make some extra money, but I just want to associate with these people. I want to be in an environment like this. And so, you know, here's the thing. He followed up with me for five years, right? It took, it took him that long. But when I got in, boom, I went to executive in that company in six months. 
So it was worth it for him, you know? And I always tell people this, you know, there's only two reasons people don't sign up in your business is, you know, they don't have enough information to make an informed decision or the timing's not right in their life. So for me, you know, it was kind of both of those. And then obviously I, I got running in the industry at 23 years old and kind of made it uh, a part-time and then into a career. So it's been awesome. So how did that person follow up with you? What did they do? Well, it was my best friend, right? I mean, that's why I gave you that title. You'd ask me, you know, kind of in, in the pre-interview questions, you know, what do you want to talk about? And, you know, friends first is, is kind of my philosophy, right? And, and here's the thing. Majority of network marketing companies, they're going to say, write down a list of your top, you know, 10 people, you know, and, and your 10 easiest people and your 10 best. Well, 10 easiest is always going to be most likely if you're in a group of good associations, your best friends, right? So we were always in contact and, you know, guys, I think are a little different. We're always kind of poking at each other. Hey man, you know, I'm doing this. So he knew what would get to me and that was giving me a free trip to Vegas. So, you know, it's like, know what your friends want and, you know, connect your business to those desires. Right. So that's what he did for me. He, he connected the party atmosphere. He's like, well, look, if, if that live event can't get him, maybe this convention can get him where there's this buzzing energy and mm -hmm. he can meet people that third party people that are like him. So your friend must have done pretty well. What, what, was he doing pretty well at that time or like it had nothing to do? You just wanted to go and party in Vegas. He, he was doing this as a spare time, part-time business. Uh, he was a personal trainer at that time and he had just stayed consistent with actively working the business. And he approached me, you know, just years later. And that's real, really it. I mean, and he did a lot better once I joined and I'm not being like, I'm not being, you know, cocky or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, when you have two friends that are together that have a like mind and a like energy, He'd already, you know, popped a leg in that company, but in that company, you needed a couple legs to be successful. So, you know, that's why they say stick and stay, you get your pay, right? Because you can eventually find someone down the road. If you keep your, you know, your authorship active and you're just out and about, you never know who you're going to meet. When he brought me on, I popped, right? And so now he went from, you know, not making too much money to making a significant money, hitting executive in that company and uh, doing very well and actually letting go of his business and and going full-time into his network marketing career and and then as did i three years after that you know so once you got started uh how was your first couple of days first couple of weeks like well i was just kind of that ignorance on fire right so that's just kind of my personality right like i've always kind of found things got excited about them i mean being a DJ, I'd go to the record store and I'd find a record and be like, I can't believe I found this record. You know, there's something about the instant gratification of, you know, spinning a record, but also the instant gratification of going through the numbers in your list and, you know, having people sign up, right? Some will, some won't, so what next? But, you know, you find that individual and they want to run with you and you're like, oh, it gives you this rush. And so it's like this feeling of, you know, the sorting feeling, right. Of, of sorting through your list. And, um, you know, I loved the additional income. I mean, I don't know. I'm going all the place. What was your original questioning? And what'd you say? <laughs> I don't even remember. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just into the memory. 
I'm just fascinated by your stories. Me. I'm just fascinated by the stories you share, like the challenges you face. I mean, obviously you hit six months, you hit executive. Why did you think, I mean, it seems like you have your ignorance on fire. I think a lot of people right. overthink that what should I write say, but people are really buying your certainty, your confidence. Exactly. Right? They're, they're buying your energy, right? They're buying your belief. They're buying that transference of enthusiasm, right? Enthusiasm and belief to me are the two most important factors that I believe have helped me have success in this industry, right? Now, obviously, there's the difference between using that energy, uh, like in the beginning, it was more like a fry lamp, right? You, you know how you go to McDonald's and you see the fries in the, in the shaker there and they got that lamp over it? And it's just a, a, an over-encompassing heat, right? <laughs> but if you take that fry lamp and you concentrate it, it turns into a laser. So for me, personal development, getting involved in the system, being around associations, turn that fry lamp, which was effective for heating up those fries, into a much more effective tool of a laser to go out there and just accomplish and execute what exactly I wanted to execute. So, you know, for me, I had some success with that fry lamp, but you can have you know, multipliers of success if you're able to channel that energy into, you know, the proper activity and the proper way of doing things. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, in many ways, uh, you had like, an advantage over most distributors because you went to a convention before you got started. You got signed up. So you yeah, had that yeah, belief. Yeah. Right? A lot of people, yeah. they get started from a friend. They don't know if it works. You store the money. You store the different people become successful. So people true. are buying that certainty, that confidence. Yeah. Yeah. True. So... Was there a specific light bulb moment, uh, aha moment, where like things really start taking off for you? You know, that that's a funny question, Simon. You know, I, I always believe there's kind of two t types of aha moments in this business. There's the aha moment where you receive a good piece of information and it's kind of like the last combination number to the lock and it unlocks the vault. And that's the kind of first one. And that's kind of a positive one, right? You're like, oh, cool. I got that piece of information. That's all I needed. Mine was another one. It was a day of disgust. It was me sleeping on a mattress on the floor in a friend's house and with, at their mom's house in my mid 20s, right? Like I'd hit executive, but then I'd fallen off. And, you know, because that fry lamp only lasts so long, the, the ignorance on fire only lasts so long, right? And I was literally about to quit. I'd quit my job to go network marketing full time, which I don't recommend until you have a consistent residual income, right? That you've had and you have at least a few months saved up. Well, I didn't have any of that, right? Still learning to manage money, still doing all those things. And uh, so for me, I'm sleeping on this mattress on the floor. In that company, you could actually go negative in your account uh, because it paid out like an insurance plan where they pay you advance commissions and stuff. So I was negative almost $10,000 in my account because I had let the momentum slide back. And uh, the person's house that I was staying at was getting on the verge of, of kicking me out. And so I was at this day of disgust. And I said, you know, they gave me this 30 days to move out of this place that I'm staying at, you know, and I'm sleeping on this mattress on the floor and something just clicked. And I said, you know what, forget this situation, forget these people, forget myself. You know, I didn't realize this was all me attracting this stuff. Right. And I said, you know, I got to change something and I'm just going to go full out. I'm going to do, you know, net by this time I've had a couple of years of personal development. Right. So I'm like, I just need to change my activity to match it up with the now personal development. 
And from that situation, I went from never making over, you know, $4,000 in a month to going from negative $10,000 to positive $10,000. So a chunk of $20,000 within uh, the 45 days or whatever that I had decided to make that happen. So that to me, it was a day of disgust, if that makes sense. Like, no more am I going to live like this. This is, I'm just going to change it, you know? And, and really, we just need that emotional leverage. So it's either the emotional leverage that we, uh, the final piece comes together for our vision or the emotional leverage of, I'm just not going to put up with this in my life anymore and I'm going to just go for it and nothing's going to stop me. Does that make sense? Yes, it's really good. Emotional leverage, really good stuff. Well, why didn't you quit? A lot of people quit. How come you didn't quit? I mean, you're negative 10,000. People think that'll take forever. I mean, you never made more than 4,000 a month, you said, and you're negative mm. 10,000. So even if you had your best month of 4,000, it would take you two and a half yeah. months just to get to zero, right? Yeah. So you're working yeah. two and a half months. Of, so why, how come you didn't quit? You know, I did quit a, me- a million times in my head, right? <laughs> that, but that's the thing, man, is I, I think for me, I was so entrenched with my friends being involved in the company. And to me, that's why culture is so important, right? It's like, I want to get my new person involved with as many relationships that are involved in this company as possible, right? So I had so many relationships attached. All of my best friends were involved in that company. So it was like, if I'm walking away from this business, I'm walking away from my, my relationships, you know, and, and my daily ritual, uh, you know, of, Hey, this is, uh, the activity that I'm doing. This is the meetings that I go to twice a week. You know, it, it, it would have pulled me completely out from my lifestyle that I would have been used to. And, and so that's honestly why I didn't quit is I was so used to that culture. And then you said you stepped up and started doing the activities. What activities yeah. did you actually do that made you have a 20,000 turnaround? You know, man, I honestly think it was just wasn't, I didn't care. I didn't care what anybody else said. I didn't, it, I didn't leave it. I didn't blame anything up on, on my upline. I didn't blame anything on my team. I just took full responsibility for everything that happened in my business, right? I, I took responsibility for my paycheck. I didn't leave my paycheck in a new person's hand. I didn't leave my paycheck in my upline's hand. I just said, this is my business. And what comes in is directly in proportion to the value that I bring to this organization. And, you know, obviously from that point, when you have that mentality, people, you start to attract people that are similar, right? That have that same mentality. And then you start to attract leaders that don't really need you. They get, they need you in the beginning, but you know, you start to treat it like an individual business owner, right? Like a real business owner. And so for me, that, that kind of changed everything and the people that I started to attract. And, and from that moment on, really my business completely changed over the last you know decade of being involved in this industry. Hey, we're going to talk about uh, your friendships and also uh, how you've seen the profession change in the last 14 years. But before, before we do that, just take a couple of seconds to recognize today's show ambassador. Okay, today's show ambassador is, hold on, we drum roll. One second here. It's Shauna Bader. So Shauna Bader Martin from Sulphur, Louisiana. Congratulations. 
Hey, thanks for being a part of the profession, for being part of MLM Nation, for lifting up the profession. Uh, we're going to put a link to your Facebook profile on our show, on uh, Silverfish's show notes page on MLMNation.com. And if you want to be a show notes ambassador, all you have to do is share this Facebook Live. You are getting value from this great show from Silverfish, and we're going to talk about building relationships more, too. <laughs> share this broadcast, and we'll randomly select one person who shares at the end of the show. So there you go. Congrats again to Shauna Martin. All right, back to the show. So uh, let's talk about, about uh, relationships. You always talk about being the best friend, and the best friends always brought you in there. Uh, what are some yeah. tips you can give MLM Nation in terms of building relationships? I know because when we met, you know, we instantly clicked immediately. I still remember yeah. when we met. It was like, gosh, it was like two years ago already, right? Yeah, and yeah, we instantly yeah. clicked. Can you share some uh, tips about connecting with people? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, you know, there's some incredible books out there on building relationships. There's some incredible books out there on, you know, uh, studying influence, right? Uh, John C. Maxwell says leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less, right? But it's my belief that, you know, everything we do has to do with influence in relationships, right? Um, if the, the top professions in the world are the best communicators, right? The people that can go out there and connect to others. And there's strategies to that, right? There's strategies to connecting to people. And, you know, relationships are such an important part of our life. And obviously in this business, it's the foundation of everything that we do, right? You can get a lot further ahead if you're connected to <laughs> the individuals that you're working with versus just trying to throw people up against the wall and see if they stick. You know, I've seen leaders that they're in this business and they can go through the numbers like crazy, but they can't maintain the relationships once the people are in their business. And so they're constantly, you know, having to put out fires and their business is constantly going up and down, or they have to leave that company within two years to start in another company because of, you know, they, they can't connect with people. And so what I found is that the people that have the longest lasting businesses and that really go out there and create like legacy success are the ones that can connect with people. So I would rather instead of like teaching, you know, tips on making friends is recommend my favorite book on building friendships and relationships and, and you know, getting the tactical context of how to go out there and create a lasting, like amazing relationships. And, and that book's by John C. Maxwell. It's called 25 Ways to Win with People. Okay. And don't mix that up because he's got a lot of numbers, <laughs> books with numbers, you know, 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, 17, you know, da, da, da. It's like, okay, 25 ways to win with people. He has one that's very similar sounding to that, but it's 25 ways to win with people. It is by far hands down, one of the best books I've ever read on relationships. Matter of fact, it's probably sitting right here somewhere. Here it is. <laughs> I, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's just got some incredible stuff in it, man. And, and you know, he, oh man, let people know that you need, need them. Create a memory and visit it often. You know, that's one of my favorite things to do is create inside jokes with my my leaders. Right. So I went to Mississippi just a, about a month or two ago. Right. And um, I always like to go out and build culture with my team after we do an event. Right. So we go to an event and uh, I always say, hey, good job. 
we go out to a, a, a country bar and go line dancing afterwards, right? Can you imagine me? Look at me. I look so L.A., right? And we're going to a country bar. I dress like that. They go to country bar. We're going line dancing, right? And there's this song that comes on, and it was just a hysterical song. I'm not going to go into it, but we were joking about it, right? And so now, every time we text each other, we add that little uh, inside joke of of that song on there, right? Because what what it does is, have you ever seen that YouTube video of the teacher that when the student walks in, she has a special handshake for each of her students? Mm, have you I, seen that? No, I actually haven't seen that. Okay, it's a it's a very check it out. cool it's a very cool cute little video, but it, the kids feel special, right? Because every student that walks in that door, she creates a special handshake for each one of them, and there's like 50 students, and these are not like little like these are like mm. flip flop, you know, handshake. Do I do that with each of my team members? You know, I do that. Don't you do that with your best friends? Don't you have inside jokes? So when you do that, like simple things like that. that you create longevity, you create fun, you know, you create a lasting connection between you and, and your people and your team. So, you know, I, I study that stuff, man. And, you know, what makes relationships fun, what makes them work. And, uh, you know, one of my first mentors, he said, Silver, the best thing you can do for this business is figure out how when your name pops up on that person's phone on the other end, they're excited to pick it up. That is the good number stuff. one thing you can do in this in this business is if if the, when your name pops up on that other person's phone, they go, "Oh my God, Silver's calling me! Oh my God, Simon Chance call me! I gotta pick this up. I'm sorry, I gotta step out really quick." Right? If you can do that, if you can become an influence in somebody's life because you're positive, because you're constantly communicating with them, and because you do what you say, you're gonna have a fantastic business. Great advice. And, and awesome the nuggets. Relationships and the quality of relationships. Yes, yes. I love that secret handshake. That is so good because you're right. It's about Korean culture. And then we, <laughs> you, you, you know, all our close friends have some type of inside joke, right? And yeah. we're living those memories. And I guess it's, um, it's very, um, it, it makes sense for you. It makes sense for you to share that because the only reason you said you didn't quit was because yeah. of the relationships. Right yeah. when you in your day of disgust, you have walked away, but you think of one man walking away from all these friendships, and that's why you stayed in there. So it's right. really good leadership there. And by the way, that weight a book, 20 Way Ways to Winning. I, I read that. I still remember where it was so good. I still remember where I read that in Malaysia in 07. I remember. Yeah. And like the stories of they like they have all these stories of different people, like um, like some Billy Martin, the Yankees, and all that stuff in there. I remember. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Hey, uh, how have you seen the profession change? You've been in the profession for a long, long time, 14 years. Not that you're saying you're that old, but like, uh, how have you seen the profession change for the good or for the good and the bad? <laughs> well, um, look, I've always came to believe that this business is an equal mix of high touch and high tech, right? High tech, when I got started, was DVDs. <laughs> you know, you go into someone's living room and, and you got a DVD, right? And you, you put it in their, their DVD player and you press power and you press play and you get out of the way, right? Obviously, the internet has taken over, uh, social media has taken over, uh, smartphones have taken over. And so we're in that completely different day and age of technology. I don't think I have to go too much into that. But the foundational elements of this business are, are exactly the same, right? I think you, you got to just do your best to create a balance within this business. You know, there's some people and some companies that have built a system around completely high tech and being online, right? 
And then there's some companies that make the mistakes of just being in person. And if something happens where, you know, in a local area, the momentum starts to slide back, well, they don't have the high tech in place. And so they're just in a room full of, you know, their weekly meeting and it's dwindling little by little. And now that's all the people see. And then that business goes away. And so you really have to create this equal double pump. Um, but that, but that's, you know, nothing much has changed except for the, the fact of, you know, the internet and social media coming into play. But the foundational elements of this business are all the same. It's based on relationships. It's based on connecting with people. It's about offering value to them and, you know, connecting them with your product and um, helping people get results, right? So I don't know. It, it, in my opinion, it, it hasn't shifted too much. You know, uh, the, the thing that I can say has changed is me <laughs> over the last 14 years. But, uh, you know, you see a lot of companies come and go and, you, and then you see the iconic companies, you know, what they do right. And, um, you know, the integrity. I think those things are are they're, they're always the same, right? A, a company that has integrity, a company that's doing the right things for the customer and for their associates is going to have lasting success versus the companies that, that don't, you know? I mean, you've seen this a million times, Simon. There's the flash in the pan company that has amazing momentum. You're like, how the hell is this happening? But these few things don't seem right about that company. You know, and then in a year that you find out they're, you know, being investigated by the FTC or, you know, something. And it's like, but the foundational elements are the same, man. Integrity, do what's right for your people and uh, go out there and, and um, you know, build relationships. Yeah, great stuff. Hey, what is your proudest moment in network marketing? Jeez. I mean... You know, it's funny because I watch your show consistently, right? And and we're all the same inside, a lot of us. You know, we all bleed red blood, right? And and I could think leaders kind of say the same thing every single time. It, you know, it seemingly, it's like when you see people that are on your team that you know that you spent weeks with them, months with them to go out there and create success. You know, they went from this horrible situation to now they're on stage collecting a check for $100,000 or retiring from their, you know, their business and they're able to stay home with their grandkids or they're able to retire their spouse, you know, I mean, it just in general, man, seeing my team succeed, you know, and, and watching their story change and watching their lives change and then watching how that ripples, right? Like how knowing had I not been involved in this company at this time and touched that person's life, that that kid in Africa may have not had a home built, mm. you know, because we went out there, we built them a check. They decided to go out and donate to that, you know, village in, in Africa. It's like watching that ripple effect happen. So I can't think of a specific moment. All I know, man, is that, you know, watching my team succeed is there's nothing like it, you know, because you can go choose to make money in any entrepreneurial venture but th this is a very rare business where you can pass that success on to somebody else. And then they can actually go out there and, and surpass you. You know, in the last company that I, that I was involved with, the, the team that I built is still there, a majority of them. The, the top earners are, were on my team. You know, I flew into their house and in their living room and did parties with them. And they're still there and they're still doing their thing, you know, which is great. 
And just knowing that, you know, the chain of events, had I not got started, had these things not happened, that person's life may not be completely different. Mm. And so I, I keep updated, even if I'm not involved in the companies that um, they're involved with anymore, I keep an eye on what they're doing and the impact that they're making in, in the world because it, it motivates me to say, look, just in general, Silver, it doesn't matter how much your paycheck is right now. You know, look at the impact you're creating in the world. You have a life of meaning. You have a life that has value. And, uh, you know, you got to remind your team of that, too. It's like, look, you you don't know what what impact you just doing this daily activity is going to have down the road. Someone told me, Silver, I want to show you your proudest moments in life and in this business five years in the future, what your life has done and how it's impacted other people. You know, would you stay in this business? And uh, that's obviously a huge thing, having the faith to stick in this business because most people don't know, right? It's like, had I known at 23 years old as a kid with purple hair down to my nose, the life and the impact that my business would make and that me doing this industry would make, Jeez, man. I mean, that's why I've made it a career. Mm. You know what I mean? So just, I, I, I think every day I'm proud. <laughs> every day I'm proud that I'm making an impact yeah. with, with the company. So, Hey, you got to text me a picture. I want to see a picture of you with purple hair down here. Okay. <laughs> it's on my Instagram, but yeah, I can text too. Hey, um, as you go towards the end of the show, you've been amazing. Uh, some quick questions to pick your brain and then we can wrap up. Okay, quick answers. Cool. What is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? I, there's a lot of quotes that are out there, right? Uh, one of my favorites, friends first, you know, mm. um, yep. that it's so simple. It's like a mantra that you can remember when you're out there prospecting, right? I love the, the mantra, you know, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there, right? So always having a set uh, plan and always having goals for your business, right? Being pulled by your vision. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there, friends first. Uh, success quotes. I mean, those are those are probably two of the foundational ones, you know. Oh, and I also love believe in everyone, count on no one, right? <laughs> I like that. Believe in everyone and count on no one. So right. true. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Wow. Um, I think priming my state. And what I mean by that is I learned this uh, from my first mentor in this industry. I ended up living with him at one point, but the guy would jump out of bed in the morning, like literally like spring out of bed. Right. And he would start like yelling at the top of his lungs and he would go jump in a cold shower. He's, you know, but he's engaging every part of his physiology. Right. He's yelling, which is auditory. Right. He's jumping up and down, which is involving his body right? In the cold shower, which is getting his adrenals going and his cortisol, you know, response and everything. And then putting on music, loud music, right? But priming your state first thing in the morning, right? And if you can condition that on a daily basis, I mean, there's times it's like, as soon as I answer my phone in the morning, it's like, it's go time, right? What's up? How you doing? <laughs> you know, transferring that energy to people because, you know, the people that have the most abundance in life, the people that have the most happy lives are the ones that have energy, right? The people that have energy are the most happy because they're out there doing something, right? They're out there, you know, making lanyards. I, I don't know, you know, they're just doing fun stuff. 
they're out there working their business. They're out there building homes for, you know, homeless people. It's like the people with energy. So watching him prime his state, right? Every single morning, having a ritual to get in a good mood, to prime his energy was something that I took over that, you know, has gone out there and, and helped me to create consistent success because people want to do business with people that have energy. Yes. And hey, what's the best advice you have received? Would it, would it be priming your body or would it be something else? You, you consider best advice. The best advice, stick and stay, you get your pay. I like it. You know? What is your favorite prospecting tool? So say someone's a qualified prospect right now. Do you add them <laughs> to a Facebook group and send them to a video or do you do a Zoom? Do you uh, present to them one-on-one? What do you like to use? I think people's stories. I like to find a story that connects to what that person wants, right? So I'll ask questions about that prospect. And then I'll be like, we use the form form format, right? Family, occupation, recreation, motivation. And we'll try and pull out of them, what, it, what do you want out of your life? What's missing in your life? And how does my opportunity connect? And when I find that out, then I find someone who has a story of what they, the life they want to create, right? They want to be a stay-at-home parent. Well, I find someone in my company that has a stay-at-home parent story, and I either tell them the story, I do a three-way call, or I get them on a video or something with that specific story. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, app, uh, like a Dropbox or Evernote on the computer, or like a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Instagram. There you go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, I I can't think of one off the top of my head. All right, we'll stick to Instagram. Hey, uh, you, you talk about winning with people, 25 ways to winning with people, Maxwell. Do you have a, a, one or two other books you could recommend aside from that one? Oh, wow. Um, 25 ways to win with people. And, you know, my favorite book <laughs> is like a... Um, He's like a spiritual, masculine book. It's kind of fun, but I'll go in the personal development direction. <laughs> now, what is your favorite book? I actually want to know about it. What is that? What, what is that spiritual uh, book? It's called, it's called The Way of the Superior Man by David Dita. It's my favorite book. I've given it away over 100 times. I've read it. Uh, I read it kind of like every few months uh, for the past 15 years. You know, it's it's called The Way of the Superior Man. And I know it sounds like chauvinistic, but it's not at all. It's about understanding your masculinity, understanding you as a man, your own spirituality, understanding your darkness as well as your light. You know, mm. I think that's an important factor is understanding your own shadow because that can pop up if you don't do something about it, right? And, and channel it. So that book, and there's a female version of it called Dear Lover uh, by the same author. So it just... It basically helps you discover who you are as a man or a woman uh, on a deeper level. Now, it is kind of woo-woo spiritual, uh, but it's amazing. So, you know, res whatever you resonate with in that book, but it just has a lot of good energy and a lot of good information. Hey, that's awesome. We know we've, I've had over 500 different interviews, and uh, most of them, I'm like, oh, I've read that book before. But this one, I actually want to read. I want to check it out. So thank you. I've never read it. <laughs> gotcha. Hey, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Mm -hmm. So imagine you had to start all over again, Silver, and you knew no one. You didn't have any friends. You, your contact list was zero. You're kind of like an alien that went to another planet, another universe. Uh, but you had all your current skills, knowledge, and wisdom. 
What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to build an MLM business from scratch? This is a deep question because I'm actually, to be honest, doing that right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's a lot of some interesting things happen where, you know, people have kind of parted ways in, in different companies and things like that. And so I feel like I'm actually doing that foundationally. Um, you know, for me, I, I like to go to a place where people are trying to grow. Okay. So whether that's a meetup.com or whether that's a personal development seminar, you know, somewhere where people are looking to get better. Okay. Um, even, even maybe jujitsu, uh, like a martial art, the gym, right. Wherever someone's trying to grow, uh, either physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever it is. And then on top of that, somewhere where I can have the social proof of being using my skill sets. And what I mean by that, like I walk into a Toastmasters and I can speak. So I'm automatically elevated in that room to be a person of influence and people want to be around me. Right. So wherever you can go to be a teacher or a person of contribution uh, or a person that is going to be looked up to, that's where I would start because you want people to be connected to you to say, oh, hey, I want what he has. Right. And and now I can slip in the business and say, hey, you want what I have? Well, not only in this area can I speak, but this business is going to help you speak even better because you're going to be around associations like me. And this is our culture. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Hey, um, <laughs> this has been an awesome show. It's definitely worth the two uh, two year wait and follow up with you. <laughs> Hey, as we wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way listeners and viewers can uh, reach out to you, follow you? Yeah, uh, I, I think the best words of advice, man, is Simon, I love your show, man, is, is you know, I would just continue to recommend your people to watch your show consistently, to stick in their business and, uh, you know, become a student of the industry, right? In, in general, I, I think that's, don't just stick with your company, I'm not saying go to other companies, but I'm saying, you know, just study the industry as a whole. Right. Um, I think that's one of the big, been of the biggest advantage to me in my life to be end up where I'm at is, you know, I didn't just stay in the company. It's like I studied the industry. I studied other successful leaders. And I know you do that as well. And that's why part of your contribution of why you host this show, you give a general platform of information from leaders from all over from the industry. And that's why I love your show. But anyway, um, so you said last words of advice. What else you say? Oh, where can people yeah. get a hold of me? So my name's Silver Fisher. It's pretty easy to find me on social media, but my dad has the same name. So um, don't you know, follow your if dad. It's, if it's Silver Fisher with gray hair, that's my dad, not me. Okay. Uh, but if you want to add me, I'm on all social media platforms. Just type in S I L B E R F I S H E R, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Silver Fisher. So keep up the, so keep up the momentum and go to MLNation.com and hit the podcast link and look for Silver. You can search for Silver. We've only had one Silver on the show ever. So he's the one and uh, we won't get his dad. So anyway, the show notes and all the nuggets of wisdom that Silver shared will be right there. Hey, you know to be successful in network market and in life, you must help others. So, Silver, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, buddy. God bless you. Thanks, Simon. 
Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan with a great show from Silver Fisher. Lots of nuggets and wisdom there. If you want uh, to reach out to him, go to mlnation.com, click on the podcast tab there, and then look for Silver. What a name, like Silver Fisher, right? Like gold and silver. So uh, great stuff here. You know, let's go right from the top. So we give a little recap and review here. You know, Silver took him a long time to sign up, right? It's just, remember, there's never a bad prospect, just the wrong time for the right prospect. And talk about the importance of the events. His uh, Ridge Upline got him to go to at a big event to a company convention. And that's the thing that turned him around and got him to get, got him started. And, you know, it was like a free party in Vegas going to the trip that got him into the business. And, he shared a lot of nuggets of wisdom. You know, two reasons why most people don't sign up. Number one, they don't have enough info. Or number two, the timing is not right. I love what he said. Stick and stay and you get your pay. You got to stick it in. You know, people are buying your belief. You don't want to be the lamp that does the French fries. You want to be like a laser, right? Being laser focused. He talked about two types of aha moments. You get the, you know, when you learn something, kind of getting the lock to a combination or the day of disgust. And he shared about how he went up and then he went back down. But it, it's his turning point, you know, with the worst moment this day of discuss was really his aha moment. He's like, hey, I got to take action. I got to take full responsibility and be blamed. You know, where he was, it was, it was up to him, right? He can't blame someone else. It's really all because of him. And when he took that responsibility, that's when this, this thing started to change. And it's money is about the value you bring in. When you start acting, you're taking full responsibility, not blaming, not caring about other people saying, but going after your vision, you're attracting better people. And big reason why he didn't quit is so important. It's like, it's because the friends, the friends and relationships and that company kept them in there. They talk about building culture, right? You talk about the secret handshake and creating a memory that you can constantly go back to. And that's really about a great way, great, great way to stay in touch. And I love the secret handshake thing. I'm actually going to, uh, when I coach uh, Little League Baseball this coming season, I'm going to actually do that for all the kids and create that team culture. Really good stuff. You know, he says, when your name pops up, will people be excited that you caught? That is a good litmus test to see what type of relationship you have. And, you know, this business is a mix of high touch and high tech, but a foundation is like, you know, integrity and doing what's right. Uh, another way, good aha moment is that you never know what activity you do today will have the impact on other people. Right, you never know what type of activity activity you do do today. You may not get the results, you may not see it, but you never know what type of impact it will have on future generations. It's so that's so 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 good. Often distributors think really short term. They think short term. You don't see the person you talk to today who gets started, uh, how their lives will change. Imagine if. Silver's friend never got him, followed up with him. Where would he be today? Where would, would he have the impact in the lives he made, right? Never, never, you never know. You don't have the magic crystal ball. Um, I love this quote he said, believe in everyone, but count on no one. Love that. And talk about the priming your state, right? Getting excited in the positives. That's what I do in the morning. I get myself excited. I hang on a bar. I meditate. I pray. And you got to be in that state because when you feel good, you do good. And, you know, people do business with people with good energy. You know, last thing is um, you talk about being a student of the profession. And also the million dollar question, if you knew no one, where would you go? Go to places where people want to grow. And I love that. And that's something I always did, whether to the gym or to seminars, because people, all, or even like a running club, because people are there because they want to get better, right? They're not just sitting on the couch and watching TV. They're looking to get better and, and change their lives already. It's a great 
place to meet good people uh, that could be good for your business. So, hey, thank you for listening. Great show. Connect with Silver. Go to mlnation.com. Thanks again to Silver Fisher. And if you like this, please leave us a review. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It means a lot to the entire ML profession. And now it's over to you. Take what you learn, apply it, and remember, we're in the business to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.